All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their fitness business. I'm super excited because this week we have the head of personal training at one of the biggest gym chains across Australia, Good Life Australia. Now, we've all probably heard of Good Life, but if you haven't, they are one of the biggest chains across Australia. They've got over 85 different clubs with over 200,000 members. And this person being the head of personal training, there is over 1,300 trainers and allied health professionals at Good Life. So this person knows a thing or two about the fitness industry, members, personal trainers, and he is the expert when it comes to creative lead generation strategies for personal trainers in a membership-based gym, which he gave an excellent presentation on at Phylex this year. So anyways, without further ado, we have the one and only Mr. Pete Gleason. Pete, how are you? Good, Jono. Thank you very much for that um, false intro. Using the word expert is, I think, over-glorifying the position. The experts are down there in the clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know a thing or two. You gave a good um, Phylex presentation, so I wouldn't, wouldn't talk yourself down. Um, hey, Pete, what I like to start all these podcasts off with is a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Oh, mate, just uh, do what Jono does. He's probably my best mantra I can think of. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to start. Not, not really. Look, I think when I started, it was right into, um, you know, looking at the Lance Armstrong story. This is all pre, you know, blow up. And reading the book, that the pain is temporary, quitting lasts forever. It was a good mantra as a PT goes. You're always encouraging trainers to and clients to kind of push through a little bit of, of discomfort, whether it's physical discomfort or just, being a little bit uncomfortable in their training. And the same thing goes for us in our sort of business world. Geez, we have ebbs and flows throughout the year. And sometimes you're just like, oh, it's a tough week this week or it's a tough month. But look, it's, it's temporary, but there's no, uh, no pulling the pin on anything. So you just got to keep driving forward. Yeah, I love it. That's such a good analogy for both the fitness side of things and the business side of things as well. Anyone, it may be as simple as giving out that free session, right? Could be like, oh, great. I don't really want to give out this free session. I'm a bit tired. Oh, I'll do the freebie. But hey, you put in that short-term pain, that could lead to a client for life. So I, I love that. Hey, um, Pete. Well, there you go. Oh, sorry, go. Well, that, you, you're right. Short-term pain, long-term gain. You can chuck that into your little mantra. <laughs> True. So Pete, also, I know I gave you a bit of an intro there and I, I introduced you at the head of personal training at Good Life. Now, if you could just give us the quick rundown what is that? You know, someone asks you at a barbecue, Pete, what is it that you do? What, 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 what is your role involved there? If they asked me to barbecue, I'd say, hand me a snag and a beer. This <laughs> might take a little while, but I don't like to think of that title as, as, as head of PT. Really, I mean, if it was at a barbecue, I'd probably play it to the point where, look, I'm the account manager for Good Life's personal training department. And then people were like, oh, well, what does that really mean? I said, well, Technically, I'm looking after the, the personal training portfolio of the 85 Good Life Clubs, but it's not really me. It's, I'm coordinating our regional fitness directors. We're all one big team. There's, there's nine of us across Australia um, with 85 clubs, 
and each club's got a fitness director that looks after the trainers. So in effect, we're really just trying to coordinate a good PT program that members uh, really want to engage in our trainers. So uh, it's not as easy as just kind of, hey, just recruit some trainers that have got good experience and good qualifications and let it go. Because it, all, all, the, all the lead generation strategies that we put in place need to be actioned. You can't just sort of throw out the ideas of, hey, you should walk the floor to pick up clients. And then I can sit back and go, ooh, my job is done. It's not done. It's never done. Because it, with there's about 250,000 members through Australia and you know, people do cancel their memberships and people are joining all the time. So you've got to stay on your toes to ensure that all of our new members' journeys are, are well looked after. If they do proceed with a personal trainer, we want to make sure the personal trainers are enjoying the training. Um, and the same thing goes, making sure the trainers are delivering great results is, is probably paramount to ensuring client retention and trainer retention. So, you know, the, the short answer is head of PT. The long answer, the, the, the grey answer is account manager, but... The kind of the definition is really just ensure we've got a good PT program in all 85 facilities. And probably something we can really, I suppose, hang our hat on is that you can walk into any good life club and you will be able to hire a personal trainer. You'll have a variety of personal trainers. Um, there is an average of 16 persons in every club across Australia. So you've got variety. Um, and, and the good thing about variety, it creates quality PT. If you are only a club that's got one trainer, it's, you've got to make sure that one trainer is absolutely awesome. Um, but the poor members that want to do PT, the trainers are often busy at 6 a.m., 5 a.m., 9 a.m., 6 p.m. So, you know, we're just ensuring we've got a, a good quality and a good quantity of PTs in each club. And that's pretty much most of the work gets done in this echoey office, uh, unfortunately, behind the keyboard and on the phone. I don't get the privilege of just being in every club every day, uh, but I do enjoy the club visits. It's probably... You know, the big perk of the job is getting out there and about. Yeah. Did you say six, an average of 16 trainers per gym? Yeah, well, average, roughly. Um, some of the clubs have got sort of 30 to 35 personal trainers. Some will have 10 to 15. But the average is around 16. Um, sometimes we want a little bit more because there, there's a lot of new members joining all the time and members have great aspirations to get their results. And I want to make sure that every trainer has got clients and I want to make sure every member is at least seeing a trainer for some part of their fitness journey. So it's a little bit of a numbers game there. Uh, we're always sort of trying to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, well, hey, I think uh, 16 trainers, that sounds awesome. So I think they must have a good PT manager there at Good Life for a start. But I also like what you, you mentioned earlier, where the more PTs, the higher the quality, right? It's the more options for the, the, different, train, for the, for the different clients. And also even from a an upskilling point of view, if you go to a gym and there's one or two trainers, they're not, there's not always the, um, the mindset to, Hey, how can I be better? How can I compete with these other trainers? But a lot of the time when there's a lot of trainers there, you're like, Ooh, a bit of competition. I better make sure I'm on top of my game. So I, I like that side of it too. But Pete, what I really like to talk about today is some creative lead generation strategies for some personal trainers out there. So let's say we've got some trainers in the gym, maybe they're new trainers or maybe they've been there a, a few for a little while, but they still want more clients. Let's have a chat, maybe even about your journey. Cause I believe you started off as a personal trainer in the gym. Is that right? Yeah. I started in a, in a what's called commercial club that seems to get the, the derogatory term of like big box gym. Now 
I just like to look at it as maybe it's a full service fitness club <laughs> that's got yeah, a pool, group fitness classes, spin room, weights room. So yeah, look, I started in a, in a club just like that. And the, the simple thing at the start was writing new members programs was the absolute easiest way to get clients. So I used to go home and go, well, that was almost too easy that I would write someone a program and then instead of just showing them where it's get filed in the filing cabinet, it was, I'm not quite confident of you, Jono, taking the, um, this workout and just running with it. So I'm going to book you in tomorrow. You, you do train at 6 a.m., don't you, Jono? Tomorrow I'm actually trying to take you through your program. It, it wasn't creative. It was care factor. Like I had no creativity whatsoever going on when I first started. It was 16 years ago. And the club manager was like, why are you doing two appointments with that member. Don't you just write them up a program, show them where it lives, and then move on to the next member? I said, no, nah, I've given them like eight exercises. I can't even remember those exercises. How is this member going to remember the exercises? So it was as simple as write a program, kind of like the old fitness instructor, cert three kind of level, but it always has to have that follow-up appointment and really soon, you know, before they get a chance to go and muck it up themselves or hurt themselves, and that particular session is where they actually felt that what it's like to actually have guidance in a workout. And, and that in, in itself is what people go, oh, you're doing complimentary personal training. That, that, yes, you're doing the sort of free service, the comp PT. I said, well, it's not really comp PT. It's legit care factor service that if I write someone up a program, I want to show them how to do it in, in the workout format rather than just walk around and demonstrate. Like I, I remember that our course was that the protocol to write a program was show them three reps, then get the member to do three reps, correct them, and then once they've done three reps correctly, encourage them that they're doing right, and then move on to the next one. And you would do that protocol for six or so exercises, and it'd take up about half an hour, yeah. and then you'd leave the program in their hands. And then as a gym instructor, you'd, you'd stand back, and the next day you'd see them waltz in, grab their card, and they're walking around aimlessly. And you could think that from a member's journey, what's the first thing they're going to do if they don't know what they're doing? You might think it's go and ask for help, but the first thing they're going to do is stop doing it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know how to do it. I just won't do it. I might go to a class, which is fine, but again, if they don't know what they're doing, they're going to stop going. So you want to give gym members, new gym members confidence. So not creative. It was just basically write a program up, take them through that program. And for me, you know, in kind of a little bit of sales background, it was just as simple as now that I've taken you through a workout, I'd really like to see on a regular basis. So it's really up to you whether that's two or three times per week. I'd love to see you seven times a week if you want to come in that many times, but let's be honest, I know I'm not that friendly. So two <laughs> to three times per week, it's really up to you, Jono. If it's, and look, and that's kind of like a little, it's, it's kind of, it's a 24 hour process. I'll write you a card up, I'll take you through your workout and then we'll get some commitment from you. As I said, generally it's a, a you know, twice a week, half hour or 45 minute sessions. And that's really, you're building the client base. And then in, as a new trainer, I remember thinking, someone said, oh, it'll take about 12 months for you to get to 20 clients. I was like, oh, I don't think I can, I don't think I can afford that. Like, you know, I need to live. So, you know, and, and another trainer said, well, look, really, you could probably get to 20 clients in 20 days if you just did everything right. And bounce ideas off other trainers and, it grew pretty quickly. And the, the beauty of actually having clients in a gym and then having other trainers, you talked about it before, what happens when there's only one or two trainers? Business reaps business. Like 
the, the, the pure fact of if, if I was getting busy, the next trainer got really busy and then the next one got really busy. And, and I was in a club which, was, which started off with three trainers. I was the third. And we were very quickly 20 personal trainers. And that's when I got forced. I got told, no more PT for you, Pete. I was like, oh, but I love it. I said, no, no, no. You're now the manager of all the team. And that's where kind of like the management journey started. That was about 13 and a half years ago. So it's not creative, but, you know, modern day, we try to be a bit more creative with new members and that's provide them some sort of introductory pack, if you like, or at least just book them in for that first all-important gym instructor style, you know, almost watered down session or appointment, you know. And I looked at my mum who just joined about a year ago. She didn't want a PT. No, she says. I know you're kind, she says to me. I said, okay, fair enough. So I booked her in to get a program right up. 24 hours later, she's asking me, oh, should I do this session to get shown? I said, yeah, absolutely. You're not going to know how to use the equipment if you don't get shown it. To this day now, she's done uh, all of about 150 personal training sessions, so three times per week for the last three uh, last year, and she's getting phenomenal results, and she's asking herself, why did it take her until she was at the age of 70 to actually embark on having a, a trainer? And that, that's the classic story I said I told you. That that's the type of story I was exposed to, you know, for the last decade plus. The amount, amount of times that people will go to a gym and they'll swear black and blue, I just want to be shown how to use the equipment. And if a trainer was to approach that wrong, they may say, oh, no, you need a personal trainer. Let me show you my prices. Or can I book you in for a comp PT? I hate hearing that. Mm. It should be absolutely I show how to use the equipment. Can I write you up a program card as we're going along so you know what you're doing and you can record your progress? Yes, absolutely. At the end of showing them how to use the equipment, can I see you tomorrow when you're coming in for your first workout and I want to guide you through that workout? In that workout... I would probably throw a couple of little bells and whistles, maybe a bit of maybe a bit of boxing, maybe something where I have to guide them, spot them, but that's just slight sales tricks, I suppose. But in essence, I would show them how to do the card, like the program, with my guidance, with my spot through the last three sessions, with coaching him through the right movement. And it's a very, very simple question. The very end is I'd really like to see it on a regular basis to ensure that we get the results safely and fast. Let's have a look at the options. And again, 24 hours, keep the, you know, strike all the irons hot. So it's not creative. It's just straightforward. Sign me up. I would literally sign with you. I'll sign up right now. If someone used that process with me, if I was like, oh yeah, give me a program. Why not? You know, get the program. Then they're like, Hey, John, you're coming in at 6am tomorrow. All of a sudden I'm like, Oh, great. Well, I guess now I need to come in. I can't back out of the session because I've told the trainer. So it get forces me to come in giving me something that you're going to show me around. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll do it in real time. Yeah, I actually like this guy. He's pretty funny. You know, he makes me laugh, wants to give me results. Yeah, look, let's start off with once a week and see how it goes. And it's just, um, it's just so smooth, that process there. So to all our listeners there, I recommend do that uh, straight away, implement it straight away. And as you said, strike while the iron's hot because you show them the program once, get them in the next day because that's when they're going to be motivated. Like, yeah, they could come in on their own and maybe they do it or maybe they get it wrong or maybe they walk in and don't know what they're doing and walk straight out of there, but maybe they don't even come in. Like you've probably got more experience than me, Pete, but I'm sure there's people that have signed up to a gym and then had all good intentions, but they never come in again. But if you can get them in that next day there, that just gets them off to such an amazing start. 
So I love that there. Let's, let's use that as our number one strategy. So the number one strategy for trainers listening is those new members, make sure that we, show, we write them a program, but then we also follow it up the next day and show them how to go through those programs. Any, have you got another one for us there, Pete? Another strategy? Well, you're right where it's the key strategy. If you can just get them on the right foot at the start, you're off to a good place. But we know that out of our, our database of gym members, whether that, let's call it 3,000 members at a gym, only 150 or so would be new, classified as, I've just joined, I'm really excited, I'm not sure what I'm doing, 150 of those are the new ones. So what do you do from a PT perspective? You've got to you know, look at all different options. I think the new member journey, that with a good database, ensuring that your club is actually recording visitation and joining dates and really important stuff like that, if you've got that data and you can filter it into, well, let's have a call through to everyone that's now been here for 60 days. Or you might filter and go, that's, that's a lot of work. Let's just do everyone between 60 and 120 days and I'll produce that list every two months. And that'll capture all the audience that you want to capture is, hey, you joined a couple of months ago. What were your results you're looking to achieve then? How are you going with those results now? And then what sort of training you've been doing? Have you been coming in three or four times per week like your first would, you know, instigate you would? And, and sometimes, and I'm not being sort of negative here, but there are people out there like, oh, I've actually gone backwards. I haven't got the results I was after. And I'm not coming in nearly as much. And that'll come with some sort of reasons. Don't want to use the word excuses, but, you know, <laughs> everyone's busy and motivation can be pretty short-lived. So the motivation at the start is totally different than the motivation at day 60 or day 120. So... In essence, it's really, it's like a new member service again, but this time around, it's a follow-up or it's just a sort of service call is, hey, you've now hit the sort of two-month mark, which is really important that if you don't hit them at the two-month mark, that if they're not going well, they're not going to see out their 12 months that they really wanted to do when they first started out. So it's really important. Talk about strike while the iron hot. At least you strike them while the iron's kind of like, <laughs> it's starting to get cool, but it's still a bit of temperature. And we can really get them re-engaged. And getting re-engaged, let's have a look at the program or whatever you were doing. Let's step it up or step it down a little bit. For, for when they start, you could propose four one-hour sessions and they are like, ah, give me more. Two months in, it's like, how would we like to do three 30-minute sessions in the gym? I'll write you up a program that's nice and short and sharp. It's like, oh, I reckon I could just squeeze that in. So they've gone from an aspiration of doing four hours of training a week and they're now saying, can I just squeeze in 90 minutes, which I'm all cool with. I'd, I'd like to say, if you can just get in for twice, 20 minutes, we're, uh, we're far, far better than everyone that's not coming in at all. So, and the service calls can be dropped in at any kind of like period, but whether it's right at the start or, as I said, at the two to three month mark, and then you could do the same thing around the sort of six up to nine month market. It's up to your creativity and it's up to how much time you got to spend filtering databases when you like to go start off with go to absolute best of the best and then once you've explored all avenues with those amount of gym members you're going to go right the next thing i would do would be that sort of two to three month service call and so on and so forth until you've you know and the whole idea is that we've got as many members as possible doing pt but from you and I, we, we, our point of view, we want our PTs out there in Australia to be really busy with as many clients as they want and as many sessions as they want. Um, and if they don't want any more, that's great because there's another personal trainer coming through the schools that is, can't wait to get into an opportunity like into a gym 
to get a client base. So the thing that will be never ending is the prospects for PTs to be busy. There's something that will never end. Everyone go, oh, if you have too many PTs, all the leads will dry up. I was like, it will never, ever, <laughs> you know, it will never dry up. Well, There'll always be new members. I, I love what you said earlier as well with the business speeds, uh, breeds business. Cause I believe that I visit a lot of different gyms and it's funny. It seems like the more personal trainers at the gym, the more busier the other trainers are. And I think it's a result of two things. Cause I think if you have a really busy trainer at the gym, everyone else is like, well, Hey, Jono can do it. Why can't I? I'm going to be as busy as Jono. And that motivates them there as well. But even just from the member point of view, if they see everyone, if they, if you're a member at a gym and you're like, whoa, every second person here has a personal trainer, what am I missing out on? You know, I sign me up. Where can I find one? So I think that's, that's good there as well. But I love that point you made there with the, um, the three month mark or the two month mark or whatever you do it for a few different reasons. Number one, I just think it's a nice thing to do anyway. Like if I was a gym member and I had gone off the wagon a bit and then I don't get a call until 12 months later when I need to sign my contract a bit, I'm going to be like, well, hey, where were you 10 months ago? But if I get a call from the trainer just asking how I'm going, all of a sudden, yeah, I'm a bit more engaged. And okay, the first couple months weren't ideal for me. So hey, you know, maybe I can go further if I have a trainer. And I think also that long-term game as well, if you can target those same people that you did the original for. Because you might have done those original couple sessions with someone when they first joined up. Maybe they didn't sign up then and there. For whatever reason, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to go out on my own. I can do it on my own. Two or three months later, they're like, you know what? I've tried on my own. It didn't work. That Pete was a nice guy. Oh, he's called me again. I'm going to give, I'm going to give that a crack. So I really like that as well. Have you got maybe one more for us, Pete? One more creative strategy? Oh, I, I know you've got yeah. a million of them, but what's the, what's the next one down the list? I think my favorite one, um, probably the one I would be more, most passionate about, although it members not visiting, but it, it all falls under the service call stuff we were talking about. Mm. The, the better one is, and this was, wasn't my idea, the club I work for used to send out a birthday card on the person's birthday. And on that birthday card, it had a pass for a complimentary personal training session. And it was okay. Like, it was no doubt it was absolutely okay. You, you would be able to call them. You'd often catch them on their birthday or the day after. Sometimes the day after call was very different to the day of birthday. <laughs> the day of birthday call, hey, happy day, happy, thank you. Thank you for the happy birthday. I don't have time right now to book it in. That's uh, that complimentary session, but give me a call next week. Call them the day after their birthday. Uh, mate, no, look, I'm not really feeling that well. Uh, I don't want to book it in, and uh, I just want to just curl up into a, into a fetal position, and I'm done for the day. I've had my birthday. Leave me alone. So I always thought about, what if we were to call them a little bit earlier? And then it, was, it wasn't my idea. It was a club's idea to say, they asked me the question, is it okay if I call them two months prior to their birthday. And I'm like, of course it's okay. I'm not dictating any rules. Like, but tell me why. Maybe we can work through a little bit of script and a little bit of an angle. I said, well, the PTs really want to get people in, in great shape for their birthday, not on their birthday. And we all know that personal training is not like you do one session and you've now got the results. It's, you know, we know that. A bit, look, members will probably feel that way sometimes. They go, if I can just do those three personal training sessions now, I'm going to be in great shape for Friday. Not going to happen. But two months prior, it's a good time frame. You know, three months prior, great time frame. And there'll be PCs out there that's like, nope, it's got to be one year prior, which is <laughs> fine. You know, all depend on, on how quickly you want to get people results. But general population's motivation will, will be reasonably short-lived. If something's around the two-month mark, it's enough to be able to go, right, knuckle down, everyone leave me alone. I'm training every day. And that's 
brought about about this sort of birthday session, the the appointment for the complimentary birthday session, the, the birthday card, happy birthday, comes at the two months prior to the birthday. And the phone call is, hey, we know you've got your birthday coming up. We want to make sure your training's really intense and really focused on what you want to get. How's the training going? Is it delivering results that you're after? What time of the day you're training? And it basically leads to considering you're training at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to book you at 4 o'clock. I'm going to revise your program, take you through the workout, and that'll give you a new lease on life on your training for the next two months. How's that sound, Jono? And you're like, yeah, book me in. My birthday's in two months now. I hope the gym calls me in and gives me that. No, you've already got a personal trainer. I've seen that, unless you're uh, unless you're fibbing. Yeah, you, know? you got me, you got me. But uh, no, I, love, I really, really love that birthday one for a few different reasons. I've always, my background's in 12-week challenges in the boot camp side of things. And part of the reason why that was so successful, the whole 12-week challenge thing in general is successful, it's that short-term motivation. Oh, yeah, I can put it in for 12 weeks. Oh, yeah, I can put it in for eight weeks. Oh, I'm going to Europe in this time. Oh, that fits perfectly. But the birthday one just tailors it perfectly to them. It's like, oh, two months. Yeah, I can put it in for two months. Yeah, it'll be a little birthday present for myself. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, if I reach my goals, then I can really celebrate. It's just the, the perfect time to tailor someone's own little eight-week challenge and they would never do it or they probably wouldn't come up with the idea on their own. But if it mm. just takes a bit of hinting, ah, it fits in perfectly. Yeah. And look, I've seen some PTs do some really creative things on top of the birthday session. That's, they say, well, we, we, you know, we get told the best way to, to build our business is through friend referral. And I tend to agree, you know, word of mouth or some, some strategies to try to, um, you know, give out some passes for some complimentary sessions or, or whatever. Um, but when, when I have a trainer come forward and says, oh, look, I want to do the complimentary session for my client, but I want it to be called like a fitness party. It's going to be an advanced, high-intensity, high-intensity sort of small group training session where they invite in colleagues, friends, neighbours, enemies, anyone they possibly can. Like your salesperson becomes your golden client and it's the gift of health from the trainer to say, hey, here's a $200 small group training session for you to fill with whoever you want and fill it with your best friends or fill it with your people that you just want to kick in the butt and let's get this session underway. It's going to be an advanced session because you are the fittest person of, of, that I know because I've been training you. And that particular session, you think about, well, what do we do for friend referrals? It's sort of like piggyback on rewards. It's your birthday. Here's a reward. And lo and behold, I've just met five to sort of eight of your friends that no doubt they're going to be excited about the training. They'll probably hate walking into the gym. It's like, oh, this is, or, or the boot camp or the park or we're at whatever type of PT service you've got going on. But they, they'll be reluctantly there. But, you know, it's that person, it's your client's birthday. So if that client has got the birthday and they ask their friend, hey, it's my party, I need you to come, they're like, oh, you go. So the, the fitness birthday party, turned into one of the best referral systems you've got. You've just yeah. excited another six people that you've never met before. And it's not asking for referrals. It's like, hey, can, you know, I've got a few sessions available. Can you ask your friends if they want to train with me? It's like, no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's asking for referrals again, which, again, it's not the worst strategy in the world, but I think some think it's a bit more of a rewards-based and tied into birthdays is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I love that for a few different reasons because a part of the reason to success in anything is just who you know, right? The more people you know, the more potential clients you have. 
So if you can get in front, it's almost like a mini group fitness class as well. It's almost like, okay, cool. A mini group fitness class, but everyone in there is a friend of a friend. It's like the, the combining the two strategies, you know, getting in front of more people, but making sure those people are close. So I, I love that too. Let's do a, a quick summary there, Pete. So the three best strategies we can do are the new members, the two or three month mark, and then the birthday, but the birthday being, you know, contacting them a couple months beforehand with the potential of the party. So I love all three of those. Yep. Hey, Pete, we're, we're running a bit short on time at the moment. So I'll just do a couple, uh, couple questions I like to finish up with for everyone. Now, you're obviously a mentor to hundreds, if not thousands of, of trainers out there. So you're obviously a, sport, a source of inspiration and education for trainers. Pete, where do you go? Are there any particular books you read or podcasts you listen to or social media people you follow? Where do you go to learn all this? Um. I don't think I'm the mentor. The mentors, they are the, our fitness directors in our clubs who have come from the personal training background in their facility that know their trainers. So who do I learn from? I learn from the fitness directors, our regional fitness directors. We've got a pretty good network within, within Good Life and you know lots of sort of support and inspiration and people that you could look at as mentors. And it doesn't always fall into hierarchical. I mean, it's not about, oh, yeah, my mentor, my, my boss did this. Or it, it should be that your source of inspiration is, and, your, and your source of learning comes from, or, like, it's got to be 360. And to be honest, in, in all honesty, the, the places I will learn from is, is a member that's taken on a trainer that's getting results. Like, I know that might sound like cheesy, but in reality, they're the people I talk to. I say, oh, how you enjoying the training, what sort of training you're doing with them, you know, what made you want to start with that PT. But they're the things that I'll learn from. I'm not a big listener for, of uh, you know, audio books and bits and pieces because I, I like to stay focused on the road and listen to rock music. <laughs> um, I'm not a good reader because when I get home, I've got, the, got my wife, got my two dogs, got my house. It's just busy, busy lifestyle outside of you know, the working life. And look, in the gym, we're in there at sort of 4.45, 5 a.m. on some days. We're still in and around towards the end of the day. It's, there's not a lot of learning that I can do outside of learning from what you're doing. So, But I do have one place now that I'm going to start learning from a lot, and that's the uh, Fitness Education Online. Uh, <laughs> I didn't tell him to say that either, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I've been following your group now. There's some good stuff in there. I like it. Awesome. Well, hey, I wanted to, uh, no, I, I love that point you mentioned about the 360 learning from everyone doesn't have to be above because believe it or not, I, this is the reason I've got to run. I've just started a, a networking group and I just want to get a whole heap of different local personal trainers, fitness business owners in there. And I want it for that reason. I want a few studio owners, a few personal trainers, a few people that are looking to become studio owners, just a few boot camp instructors. So everyone can just hear from every other point. Because if you're that gym owner or that studio owner, hey, you want to hear what the PTs are doing, what makes them happy. Hey, if you're the PT, you want to hear what the clients are doing. You want to hear what the gym owners are doing. So I, I love how you've brought that up. And I might steal that little line uh, in this networking meeting now. Um, but hey, Pete, if anyone's listening to this podcast, they're like, you know what? This Pete guy, I, I like what he's got to say. Where's the best place for them to contact you? Should you, they follow you on social media? Have you got an email address? Oh, yeah, look, yeah, I've got this website and I've got a book and I've got an e-book that I can send you and I've got a mailing list, which is all a lie. It, I've got an email address through the Good Life team, which is personaltraining at goodlife.com.au. I encourage any way that anyone can contact me for any question or any sort of link through to a club or a fitness director or any position we've got available out there. 
It's just as simple as personal training at goodlife.com.au. It, I'm on the email every day and I'd love to sort of you know, connect with people out there. Awesome. And that's if they're looking to get into the Good Life gyms as well, they can contact you on that? Absolutely. If they want to work as a fitness director or they want to just be involved in group fitness or personal training or they want to ask a question, they didn't understand something I said on this podcast, by all means. Or they want to give me a good rap and just say, hey, that guy that you're talking to is definitely five star. I'll write back and say, yeah, he's not a bad bloke, actually. He was the only person laughing in my fire leg session. So, you know, thank you for that. I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was upset in this interview. You didn't throw any more of those dad jokes. They were, uh, they were gold in, at Filex. No, no, I know, I know that the laughter was fake from you, my friend. Was, <laughs> it's your strategy to get me to get on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I told you that. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, hey, Pete, look, that's about all we've got time for. Just before I leave you to it, is there anything I missed out? Anything I, I should have mentioned that I didn't? Anything you, you want to get off your chest before we leave you to it? Absolutely. When are you next in Melbourne so we can do a workout? Ah, you know what? I'm heading in a couple of weeks, actually. So I will, um, yeah, I believe two weeks I'm in Melbourne. So I might, I might contact you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll contact you. Now, I'll, I know you've got a personal trainer, but uh, if you need them to liaise with me to make sure that you're well looked after and you're sticking to your program, then by all means. But I want to do the workout with you and get to know you in the fitness world rather than face-to-face on the camera. <laughs> Let, yeah, let's do it. I'll send you over the date. Okay, beautiful. Buys and tries if it's on a Friday. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah. It's actually a Thursday, so we might have to do a leg session. Oh, that's fine. Leg, it legs every day, you know. <laughs> All right, All right. Thank you very much for your time. No worries. Thank you. Cheers, Jono. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.